Hey everybody, welcome back to The Grow Tent. I am your host, Samantha, and we are back for some high talks. High talks with Herb. I think I should start considering him my co-host because his voice, (laughs) his sexy voice is gaining a lot of attention. So I'm gonna call him a co-host Herb. We here for some high talks and we start talking about hair. Yeah, hair, just regular hair, hair out your head, hair out your body, all that. And I love that the conversation evolves into something bigger and better than I even expected something greater than ourselves and it's just acceptance so join in on the combo if you'd like to hit us up at the grow tent at gmail.com or send us a voice send us a voicemail on anchor excuse me i love connecting with everyone and i hope y'all enjoy well welcome again welcome let's 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 what go again (laughs) this is our go again and maybe go again or go again okay we are here for some high talks as you can tell yeah we are we are here to talk about hair yeah hair grows out of our bodies our head our face our arms our ass our legs all that hair and how our society perceives it and why primarily our own experiences to reflect on and maybe other people are feeling the same way or have felt the same way but just want to talk about it because guess what these are things that are dead (laughs) like they're dead they're just waiting to be released from our bodies that's all it is but the dead things we care about, the skin, the nails, the all the things that um, we put a lot of time into it. Society makes us put a lot of time into those things. But hair in particular, I just find it interesting, the evolution of hair that I've seen in my lifetime, um, specifically black women. And the trials and tribulations dealing with this black hair (laughs) oh i don't like i don't even like how that sounds black hair well african queen hair okay okay. i mean listen our crowns these are our crowns naps kinks i like kinks better than naps i understand but we just just go through the words that we had to hear about our hair throughout our lives yeah. Ooh, your hair so nappy. Did nobody say kinky? No. Um, very rarely. Um, the only time I've ever heard somebody call my hair kinky was from a white woman. I mean, what else are they going to say? But just to describe it, this is your hair. This yeah. is the way it grows. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just product of my hair to enhance it. You know? We talk about a lot of natural things. You know what I mean? Um, you and I have a lot of conversations about the way the body naturally works, the way the mind works, the way the world works, you know, just some of the natural things, things we can back up in, in evidence of just nature. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you think about hair um, naturally growing out of your body, out of the top of your head, your eyebrows, 
maybe the one or two that might end up on your chin speaking to you specifically or any woman out there who it doesn't matter but we've made these things matter and we're so self-conscious and insecure about a lot of it it's your hair whether it's going all in different directions or not or needs a perm but you know what's, you know what's interesting about that like the way you said your hair which i probably will add a piece like a like an animation to because it was like perfect like your hair uh, but the way you say it will be totally different from somebody who is high maintenance about their hair they'd be like why you say it like that you know uh, this is you know this is my hair this is something that's people have a completely different viewpoint about it they they don't think of it as just something that just grows out they think of it as like what keeps me royal it's part of who they are a very important part of who they are and how it looks maybe has something to do with how they feel and but also concerned about what others may see but just in how we've all been told that it's supposed to be worn or the way we're supposed to style it yeah all the issues that have ever come there are more black women that i see with natural hair now that i've ever seen in my life when i was a kid growing up middle school high school never hardly ever and the ones that didn't got picked on young black woman a young black girl comes to school her hair's plaited up or people said things of course mean things yeah other girls would do it um because it wasn't permed or straightened or anything like that and it was the style it was supposed to like the hair was supposed to be on your shoulders black women ain't supposed to have hair on their shoulders <laughs> that shit needed to grow high and up tight on our hair because we's in we're in the sun right but we were told that it had to be straight and flowing and which it can be if you want it to be. So so what? But it should be, you know, based off of how you want to wear your crown. I've also seen more wigs than I've ever seen. Agreed. Uh, in my lifetime. When I was a kid, the only people that wore wigs were, you know, older, older women. people yes. in churches. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But now. It's a lot more common. Everybody has one. And it's, it all goes into how you're perceived, I think, my opinion, as beautiful, long flowing hair is supposed to be more beautiful somehow, you know? We've been told it's supposed to be more beautiful in, you, in several different ways. The media, movies, um, photography, art. Like it, there's many ways that we are influenced into what beauty is. Black hair has always been very envious of people. Correct, yes. It's always been a mystery to people. Yeah. How? How does it do that? How, how can, can you manipulate that? it yes. to make it look like that? And how does it look different every single time I see you? Right. The way it grows. and Right. Some people, some, some races, I guess, have only a few options. Yes. And the way black hair grows has always been something um, that I think has been envied. Um but just like anything else, almost sometimes not tolerated, you know, whether a person's going to have dreadlocks. Yeah. Whether it was going to be an afro, big and puffy, 
whether you were just whatever you were going to do. The emphasis on it is ridiculous that we all put on, you know, so-called beauty and what is considered presentable or whatever. That in general is ridiculous that some of the things we put on each other. Uh, we haven't even gotten into like shaving your armpits and your legs. Right. And being required to do that, to get right. rid of that hair. Because I got a story to tell about that. Like like Jamel Hill says, I got a story to tell about <laughs> armpit hair. Yes, I'm going I'm to I'm be open and honest about it because I think a lot of people probably suffer the same things like reading books written by other african-american women from their perspective from you know talking about their life it's like damn i i went through the same thing and like she's 10 years younger than me or 10 years older than me it just shows how we really do have all the same things in common just if we just ease up on what we think we're supposed to do to fit in opposed to what's healthy for our bodies and live yeah and be more accepting, you know, uh, about things. I, I know you get, you said you get looks and oh, I've yeah. had conversations <laughs> with girls like, well, you know, what is the purpose of shaving your legs? It's for the look, it's for the aesthetic. You want that smooth, shiny, when you put oil or lotion on, you want that smooth, shiny look. When you can get the same thing, when you do have hair on there, it's just you got hair on there, you know, the hair growing. A lot of people cannot tell that my hair is growing until they get close up. Right. Exactly. It's actually the only time your hair would even be noticed, your, the, the hair on your legs, mm -hmm. would even be noticeable to me is if you shave them and it starts to come back as stubble and I might rub my hand and I'd be like, okay, you feel that rough. And that's right. usually what a lot of women, <clears throat> excuse me, Usually with a while, oh, I need to shave my legs because they feel that it's it's That's just the hair growing back in. But if it just grows naturally, mm -hmm. I mean, it ain't going to be, you ain't going to be like a Sasquatch or nothing. You know, it, if it just grows back naturally, you wouldn't even think anything about it. And, it and wouldn't I be don't. And it'll be just as smooth. It feels better in the sheets. It does. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> you know that feeling when your legs like itch and ache when you need to shave and you're wearing pants and the hair is like rubbing up against the, the fabric and it's just mm -hmm. itching and making your skin ache. I don't have that anymore. Right. Haven't had that with long knee high socks. No problems. There's nothing wrong with grooming. No. There's nothing wrong with grooming your hair. Or what, no. But just thinking that you have to be required to not, not have leg hair as a woman. Or and not to have armpit hair as a woman. Right. If you were to lift your arms up and somebody were to see hair, they would go, "Ah." Yeah. Like that's naturally how we. That's typically the reaction I get. And it's like. And I I find myself choosing different clothing because I don't want people to be alarmed <laughs> by my armpit hair. I know, but when I go to the beach, I don't care. Right. Because I'm half naked. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm out and about, even though I live, we live in a hot climate, I'm still like, oh, well, let me put on a short sleeve instead of sleeveless. Right. Because I know I'm going to be lifting things or, you know, reaching for things. Did you see her hair? Yeah. But that's when you have to be a consumer, when you have to go into these stores and, and be a part of their world. And they don't understand my world. My world is. But. If you think about where does it come from? Where does it come from? Does it go back to what you say? Aesthetics? Yeah. 
having a look or, or listen we use deodorant whereas some some places in the world don't use armpit Anything. deodorant or antiperspirant yeah and they accept scent. the natural smells yeah oh of now each we other. we turn our nose up at that immediately and go uh but listen i've been in rooms with you know different cultures that do that yeah yeah who who told you that you had to shave your armpits think about it mm-hmm. when you first started doing it think back to that time whether it was your mother or your sister saying Girl, you need to, or you visually or, seeing someone else with theirs like they don't mind and so your you, friends you start doing it your friends oh my gosh you don't shave your armpits right like why is this a thing am i supposed to be doing this now too yes and then you ask your older sister and like oh yeah yeah everybody's doing that now and then the next thing you know you're scratching your armpits because they itching and hot and stinky <laughs> skin rubbing on skin bruised skin from the razor and all the other stuff you'll go through all of that just to fit in whereas like i said whether you want to just let them free flow you want to groom them a little bit but i'm going to keep a little hair here this is naturally growing here it's growing here for a reason right to just shave it off constantly right and also when you shave it and you feel your skin have a reaction to the shaving, mm-hmm. don't keep shaving because it's only going to make it worse. Right. But we, but we get these ideas, and of course we're talking about hair, but we can apply this to like so many other right. traditional traditions that we do all the time. And you go, where did that come from? Why do I do it? And why do I think it's abnormal when I see something contrary? to what I believe things should go. Or, you know, seeing a person with a strange color in their hair used to be so, such a big, did you see that girl with green hair? That was like during the 90s or whatever. And now. People are coloring their hair lavender. Doing whatever they want to do. Coloring it gray. Right. At a young age. Silver almost. It's. Shaving it off. I saw a beautiful black woman. Um, she came in and her, I mean, her hair was shaved, but it was, you could still see the hairline, mm-hmm. the outer edges. She had it shaved very close, but you can see she purposely shaped it. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, wow. You know what I'm saying? It, and, it, and it was fine. It wasn't no, it wasn't like, why does she, right. well, she would look so... No. I remember back in the day when I was a kid, you see a woman bald head, you know, you was poking fun, you was saying things, it was strange, it was like, but what does it really matter? What does it matter? We're animals walking this earth and you're talking about the way our hair grows. Looks, the way it looks and judging it based off of how it looks. Yeah. Judging the person based off of how your hair looks on your body. Their hair. Their hair. That's like judging, that's like a, that's like a, a zebra judging the stripes of another zebra. Why are yours growing that way? Why is it curled? Why are they so thick? Why are they so thin? It's like. But doesn't it happen with animals? Don't animals discriminate against other animals that look different within the same species? Like how? If a group of a, a litter of squirrels and then the ones albino, they still get accepted and they thrive. The reason why albinos usually typically don't thrive because they can be seen so easily by prey right but they don't get shunned 
oh okay i just i don't know i just feel like that kind of happens even with like the runt of a litter how it gets shunned out because it can't reach the food it's not strong enough Oh, yeah, it's not because of how it looks. That's not because of how it looks or anything. It's not strong enough to get in there. It was the last one born. Yeah. Seconds count. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it gets stronger. But for the most part, it's not, they, they, we, they're not worried about things like that. Appearance. You know. True. They're not right. getting gel in the Black mirror. Black cats. They don't need mirrors. <laughs> Black cats don't get discriminated against by calicos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It it's all about personality, you know. What are you smelling like? I'll kill you for that kind of shit. But we ain't like. Did you see that orange motherfucker over there? I hate oranges. 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 Little oranges. No, we do that because we're human and we're stupid. But because we have to find a way to discriminate, and appearance happens to be the easiest. It's still hard to break sometimes. Sometimes I still do it, and I have to remind myself who cares a person's hair, right? A person's appearance. Yeah. Um, thinking of someone as you know, I try to look at somebody and just say, "Hey, that's just a person." You know what I mean? I don't. I, I don't use words like ugly. I've never really used those words since middle school. I don't think, but I don't ever say anything like ugly or. Um, you know what a bad haircut what whatever it's just like that person's that person that's not they're more than what they are more than what their hair is more than more than the way their eyebrows grow or the way their teeth grow or whatever it's like look at them as that way instead of going ugh because what am i really saying and then also they don't see what they look like you know, they don't have a mirror in front of their face 24-7. What if their hair was a mistake? What if they don't like how their hair, you know, turned out? And we see it because, we're, you know, we're looking at them, but they don't see it because they're looking at us. Right. So it's like, dang, why are we judging them so hard? And they probably don't even like it themselves. You know, a lot of times when we make those criticisms and we're doing doing that, you know, it's like we're not even being thoughtful enough to go. Anything can change with me in a heartbeat. Yeah. I think about the work I do, something possibly exploding in my face if I'm not wearing the, the proper uh, PPE and my whole appearance being disfigured. Or I have a thyroid problem and I put on 80 pounds. Or if I'm willing to talk about big people, people with no hair, bald people, uh, I'm saying that if this shit happened to me or something were to happen to me, I'm also saying that I deserve this type of scorn. And a person who has problems, who's insecure about, you know, their appearance, that's what they're thinking about. They're thinking about how other people are going to perceive them, you know? Yeah. And, and, and judge them as if you can help your hair, you know, getting thinner uh, or starting to fall out or recede. Right. Or any of these things. And then we're going to make fun like as if that same shit can't happen to us. We would hate to have that type of scorn or judgment or criticism about what we're doing. You know what I mean? Right. I cut my own hair most of the times. I think the barbershop is like a luxury. That's where I go to just like, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to treat myself. But I learned to cut my own hair. I don't give a shit. Like, I try to do a good job. I know how I want myself to look, my crown. 
<laughs> on my head. But if I mess up a little bit, might be a little uneven here, or maybe, damn, I didn't fade it. I didn't take my shower. I'm like, God dang, I didn't. I don't care. It's just like. It'll grow back. It'll grow back. And I'll sometimes I go up and somebody, hey, man, I see, hey, in the back, I was like, yeah, yeah, I messed up. Yeah. It'll grow yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. Like, I gave myself grace. Give me grace. I ain't tripping. Like, I'm going <laughs> to wear a baseball hat now for a week. Like when I was a kid and my mom used to cut my shit and just had my shit messed up. I wore to wear a hat. <laughs> oh, me too. I think I remember doing that too. But just not even our parents not letting us, letting us wear our hair the way we want it. Yeah. To do the things we wanted to do. You know? If I said I wanted a mohawk and yeah, I was in middle school. Give me a mohawk. That's how I want it. But we, no, you can't have that. Or no, you can't grow your hair naturally. Come get this perm. Come get this hot comb. And it's like, we it's the emphasis that we put on it from a very uh, early age affect how we are with other people and, and with ourselves. We should just love ourselves. This is the way my shit grows. Yeah. There are certain things I wish I could change. I wish I could straighten a tooth or, you know, uh, <laughs> maybe uh, remove a blotch or, or a mole or whatever. But you have to love yourself and and love everything about you first nothing will matter what other people say i always think insecurity is an um, is an imbalance we have in our lives it's something imaginary and if it's an imbalance you know if when you're when you're not balanced you seem to wobble you'll pull down you'll hang on or grab anything to stop you from falling that's kind of like what insecurity is about you have this thing in you and you need to like trace back where does that insecurity come from where does it come from where i feel this way if somebody points this out or why i always cover my feet up in the sand because i don't want people to see my toes or you need to go all the way back find out the first time you felt shitty about some part of you dissect it meditate on it and remove it out of your life and let your ugly toes fly free. Who yes. gives a shit? Yes, because that's your toes. Yes. Just make sure they're healthy. That's, that's it. I mean, you know, listen, you can clip them. You can clip them. But you can't turn them right when they're growing left like you want to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sorry. Right, right. But this is the way it grows. I get it from my mama. Yeah. Or I get it from my daddy. Leave me alone about it and yeah. just let them fly, fly free. And it's, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're short, you be short. Don't be trying to... But, you, I mean, we, we know how people get ridiculed. And, and, and you want to adjust your appearance based off of the ridicule that you receive. What if ridicule is like a fly landing on your arm? Mm. And it's like, I don't want the fly there, but I'm not bothered by it. I can swipe it away. And I ain't thought I don't think about that fly again. Why would if ridicule is like that? Mm. So the ridicule comes on something that you. I mean, you know, there's difference between constructive criticism and degrading. Okay. Yes. Well, we're so we're talking about like the degrading kind. We're not talking about somebody coming and giving you some advice or, but the degrading shit, the put you down shit, the I can't believe you wore those shoes with those pants shit. I mean, even made a name for you. They even got, got a little nickname. Blackhead. Yeah, Look at whatever. you, Blackhead. 
Because you got a little fade that went that a little shit, too high. What if that shit's just like a sparrow flying in your yard and then it flutters away and you don't think two shits about that sparrow again or whatever? It can be as small as you make it. And now if you want to make it big, they talked about my shoes. They talked about my my nose. I know it's wide and big. They talked about my big lips. I heard them over there saying my ears stick out. Who gives a shit? Right. I'm still me. I'm still me. And you still you, and it doesn't matter. I've accepted that these are the way my ears grow. And I can't do nothing about the fact that they look like satellites. <laughs> this is my thing. Yeah. And whatever. So just own into your shit. Nobody can't nobody can make you um feel down. Nobody can take your joy away from you. I wore these shoes because I like them. I like them. And you know what? I, I can always tell when somebody doesn't really like what I like because they'll say, it's very you, but at least they know me to say that. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for letting me know Thank that. you. I think so, too. That's what I thought when I, I looked in the mirror. I thought so, too. I said, yeah, this is so me. Yeah. It's not ugly. It's not cute. It's just kind of quirky. You know, it's me. Of course, I mean, I remember not always being able to think this way. And like I said, that usually goes back to, like, middle school, high school. Some of the worst years of, of, of a person's life. <laughs> yes. Sometimes with all the pressures and different oh, bullshit. Oh yes. Oh yes. But uh, I can remember seeing something that I wanted my mom to, some shoes my mom wanted me to, uh, wanted my mom to buy. And I was going to dress up and go to school, and there was some like patent leather shoes with like some <laughs> metal buckle on the front. When shit like that was, you know. Yeah. Thinking I was gonna be flying, going to the bus stop, and motherfuckers just laying in wow. you, Look at those shoes! Oh my Clowned god! Clowned on you, yes. And it was enough to make me never wear those shoes again. I remember that, me and too. I think back, and those are kind of like my regretful thoughts when I allowed outside shit, yeah, to force me not to do something that I found joy in. Babe, what was the example from? the show Atlanta I kind of feel like I have a similar example in a way I just the memory just came to me one summer I was in Mississippi visiting my cousins and family in Mississippi and you know they have a very different style than us Floridians do (laughs) (laughs) and I mean it was a little country it was a little hood it was a little you know it it was cool to me because it was different it was different from what I was seeing everyday flip-flops and sandals Mm -hmm. in this particular year K-Swiss was in I know you remember Mm -hmm. the big the kind of high top oops give me that kind of high top white ones and it's just all bright Mm. bright bright white rocking with anything (laughs) anything man i begged my mom i want those so bad to go back to school i gotta have those i gotta have them i gotta have them i gotta have them my cousin's wearing them i gotta wear them i gotta go back to school with it you know i gotta show them my you know my new style Mm -hmm, it's so cute (laughs) babe they clowned on me they clowned on my shoes where I lived in white suburbia, they clowned on my shoes. And I never wore them again. Damn. 
I think I didn't pick them up until like years later, but yeah, I didn't wear them back to school. And it was like, damn, I really love those shoes. I really <laughs> did. But just like Atlanta, when he started getting clowned on, he got, got a little mad. Oh, mad. <laughs> well, you're talking about that. Oh, you're talking about the episode with his father. Yeah. His dad went mall. to the mall. And with the hat. To have his little three hour, you know, mm-hmm. pop time. Mm-hmm. And but remember the interesting thing about that was that the young lady selling the hat made him feel good about the hat about the hat just as my family made me feel good about these shoes because i had never worn no k-swiss before i was all nike right i was athletic not no walking type shoes it was always like cross training type shoes so this was new to me i was being sold by my family so these are the joints you gotta wear yes so in both instances Mm -hmm. where the young lady helps him with the hat and tell well she talked him into by he wasn't thinking about no damn hat. True. He wasn't thinking about it. That was him in his in his about to go home. Yeah. He was his he was being himself. He walked past those hats not thinking that he needed one or one or one. Mm-hmm. But the young lady calls him. She entices him. She uses just the right words, brings him in, puts on the special hat, and she says, Oh my, you are so handsome. Now, he allowed that person to make him feel that way true so that means that his what he felt came externally from her because if he wanted that hat and he wanted to feel good in that hat he would have stopped on his own and said do you have anything that's not on display and she this is it and i feel good now it doesn't matter what she says she can say he looks handsome or bad he is taking that hat Mm-hmm. On the flip side, when he meets the young boy mm-hmm. and the young dude is clowning him, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have any effect e- either. But in both instances, other people made him feel what he felt about that hat when it should have been coming from, from you. So, if you wanted the K-Swiss. I should have wanted them from the beginning. Right. And no one could have made you, your family couldn't have made you think you needed to have them and the people at school couldn't have clowned you out of them. Right. And that's where we need to be. Right. Now, I do not care either way. These are the decisions I made. It's the choice I made. I know what I like. And do you feel like you're at that point now where you can say that? More times than not, yes. I, I probably still have some remnants of insecurities, I'm not gonna lie, about certain things. Yeah. But more often than not, I guess it could be uh, referred to as a don't care attitude, but yeah. really, it, really it's just the more being comfortable in myself. This is it. This is the herb you're going to get. (laughs) (laughs) You know, which uh, is a good herb. Well, hey, thank you. I appreciate uh, it. I like this herb. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I want to change my, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, change my thoughts and, you know, hopefully build on them or remove some of the bad parts. But for the most part, this is it. My fingers grow this way. My voice sounds like this. My, I'm not getting any taller. You probably shrunk. Probably. This is it. This is it. And so to be as real with you as I possibly can, I need to be okay with me. Yes. And this is it. I I hear men who are afraid of going bald. Absolutely afraid. 
And I'm like, because we have this idea of what our heads look like when they have no hair on them, because we think we feel these lumps and bumps and these scratches and dents, and maybe they are there. But guess what? Who cares? It is what Who it cares? is. Who cares? I cut all my hair off when I did the big chop. I didn't cut it bald, bald, but it was real low. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I feel like I had a different confidence then than I do now. But I was just bobbing my head and whopping it all around. And I didn't I didn't feel the lumps and bumps that I used to feel when my hair was long and, you know, thriving and pretty. Well, when we met, you you were treating your hair. I was. When we met. I was putting perms in my hair. And I'm not going to say that it was, I'm not going to say that it was a burden. That's not what I'm going to say. But what I will say is that it always seemed to be a thing. Relaxing my hair. That something had to be done with it done. Or, yeah. or whatever. And it was a daily thing, too. Like, you, daily I had to do something to it. I know your hair is, is a monster right now, so you don't wear hats anymore, but you wore more hats back then. True, true. Yeah, You know, because if it needed some work... <laughs> I would throw the hat on. You had to throw the hat on. yeah. But after you, you know, when you got the work done, if you permed it or went somewhere and got it, there were no hats. Mm-mm. You were going to show that out off. But, you know, it was always something that you had to, it, it, it always went before you. You were going to do a video phone call or, or video phone call. Sound like an old man. I know. One you of those do. video, <laughs> One of those video call, calls. If you were going to FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm talking about on the literal <laughs> phone thing. Um, if you were going to FaceTime somebody, you got to yeah, get it right. You got to get it right. I Can't be me. on the on the camera uh-uh. looking crazy. No. Going yeah. to work, it had to be. Yeah. I always knew it was something. Taking a shower. Always had, had to wear to have a, a shower cap. Shower cap. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. I'm, I'm saying in comparison to now the way you are with your hair growing naturally. Mm-hmm. It's like night and day. You know what I mean? I spend less time on it. Spend less time. And it's even more it. gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're gorgeous anyway. So, you know, when I first saw you, you had this short little, you know, Pixie cover. Cut. You know, the cover, you know, the, uh, you had that look like the lady's look on the box of perm. You know, I mean, you know how yeah. they always be like, pow, pow. Yeah, pow, pow. A little smooth, silky, mm-hmm. shiny. Yes. So I love that too. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the maintenance, I guess. Correct. Like I said, I won't say that it was a burden. It was just something that you were used to doing and dealing with. Because guess what? I had been doing it or getting it done for over 30 years of my life. Mm-hmm. My entire life. I have been getting perms. I, I think, what was it, 35, 34, mm-hmm. when I got it cut off? But I to think really, I really thought about that the other day. I said, damn, 30 years of relaxers, never, ever knowing how my hair grew naturally. Or, you know, when we were younger, we got braids. Mm-hmm. And then we, I don't remember it because it was so quickly how we you know, got the braids out straight to go wash it, dry it, put the braids back in uh-huh. or straighten it. The straight look was just more convenient or I was 
impressed <laughs> that it was more convenient. Yeah. Um, and for 30 years, I've been relaxing my hair. I said, damn. That's crazy. That's something. Yeah. And I think that that's the deeper meaning. No disrespect to anybody who still treats their hair. No, no. Okay. If that's what you want to do, do it. But its origin, the origin of it comes from a place of your natural hair isn't acceptable. That's and where it comes from. And this is the way you will be accepted in this society. Yes. And I'm going to teach the, teach you this and continue to do this until you die because right. this is the only way you will fit in. Yeah. You want that job? You better. Black Ooh. women had to do that. Our grandmothers and every, they had to do that. I just saw somebody say something about that on social media about how they had a job interview and her dad was like, oh, you need to straighten your hair. And she's like, no, I'm going to wear it in the Afro puff because that's how I'm going to wear it every day. Mm -hmm. So imagine somebody not getting hired because of the way their hair grows. I mean, the, the ridiculousness of that. It's pretty crazy. In my hair, I like how wild it grows. I don't do protective styles on purpose because it's too groomed for me. I want it to be wild and free because that's how I want to be. That's how I am. So if my employer does not like my wild and free hair, well, bye. That's, and it, should, it shouldn't be a thing, but we made it a thing. And, and it still happens, like it's still happening in our society with yeah. kids in school and sports teams and all this different shit. Um, what's acceptable, you can see it on TV a lot of times, what is acceptable? How the news anchor is going to look if she's, if she's uh a woman of color, or especially a African American woman. There's still all these pressures, but I just think about the wasted time. Time. The wasted time all these years. All these years. Dealing with this, trying to be accepted into a society that was predominated by white people and yeah. they shaped the um what they deemed as, you know, beautiful, acceptable, all those other things that we were trying to fall in line with. We spent a lot of years as black people trying to fall in line with the way society says we're supposed to fall in line with. The white society. This is how you are supposed to act, how your neighborhoods are supposed to look, the foods, the the appearance, all the things. We we spent so many years. We're breaking away a little bit from that you know, a little bit now, but we spent so many years adapting instead of being. When they are being. Yeah, they're being. Yeah, they <laughs> Do been. anything. See a white woman with her hair messed up, you don't think nothing about it. A little top knot bun. Yes. Looking all sloppy. Don't care. That's what they do. And we don't say think nothing twice yes. about it. We're so caught up into it that we're not supposed to just let our hair just grow natural you know, in certain ways That's that so we have crazy. to shape it up. But, you know, just they they can just be. They're just being. And then they yeah. almost made it to where and we accepted it as we have to be like them. Yeah. And, you know, I, I still get mad. I'm sorry. I still get mad when I see Jada Pinkett and uh, the Nutty Professor. Oh, with that wig. Oh, God. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why they do her like that? It's pretty terrible. Why did they? Why could is she? She. Why can I mean, wear a little short dude? Looking like a Molly, right? 
And it was like, why? That's well, what's because acceptable working on at the university. Screen, yeah, but on the screen too, yeah. that's how it comes across. Yeah. In order for her to be beautiful, she had to have shoulder length hair. <laughs> and that shit still happens in Hollywood. Uh, Viola Davis talks about this a lot and how she always had to wear these wigs and all these other things to get these parts. And now she's like, I wear my shit the way I want to. I now. want to wear Whatever. And you Short, will have long, somebody on set who knows how to do my hair. Right. Because that's a thing, too. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, just the stresses of it, you know? Yeah. That that we put ourselves through. And it's the, and that's not, not just with our appearance. It's so many other things, the stresses that we have not been living naturally because of the rules the made rules. by somebody else. The rules. Yes. Yeah. So. Gotta follow the rules, babe. Or what? You'll be shunned? You won't be accepted? I guess. You won't be received by society? Right. When you don't do what they do and do it how they do it? Seeing some of these makeup tutorials, I mean, no no shade against the beauty industry because they do transform themselves. But to do this on the daily? No, ma'am. No, sir. It's like, for what? For what? Is this who you are? Your, your skin has uh, different tones in it. You know, maybe you got some yeah. lighter parts on your cheek or yeah. dark. Who gives shit? <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody I mean, cares. It, now, if yeah. you care and it's just something where. Is it the whole camera ready thing? Is that really what it's all about? How it's captured on camera? It's maybe like, that's what it is. Who cares? Yeah, it's just a bit much. I don't have any, you know, you shape your eyebrows. You're like, there's nothing wrong. Nothing, yeah, nothing. nothing. There's like I say, grooming mind. is grooming. Mm-hmm. But to try to make yourself, I mean, I've seen some really thick makeup on before. I'm just like, how? Where is the real you? And I wonder, there's some, like I said, I'm not trying to put anybody down who may say, I have to have this or this is how I feel beautiful or. I like to go back to the origin of what made you start thinking that. Right. That I have to completely foundation my face, lighter, darker, whatever. I have to do this, and this is what I I deem as acceptable. Rather than your natural being, I'd much rather be natural. Yes? Yes. I just think it's interesting how we put so much effort into... I say we, I don't do them, but a lot of people put effort into grooming things that aren't even of their body, then taking care of their own hair, their own eyelashes, their own underarm hair, you know, like they just, to, to groom, weave, and not your own, to get eyelashes put on, and groom those, but not your own. Well, what do you think about this? Let me give you a scenario. Say you meet a guy, you know, uh, you go out to dinner or something like that, and you find him attractive. He's got this full head of hair, he's kind of wavy, and you know, everything is good. And let's just say you find out that he's actually bald and he's sprayed on or had this this treatment done to his head that made it look like he had full head of hair. So, so y'all go on two or three dates 
and somehow I don't even know how it comes up. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to, I got all these ideas of how it might come up, but let's just say you find out that he's been covering up his baldness with this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? I don't know, because I'm imagining it. Now, I need you to be as real as possible. Uh-huh. Everything else is going great. Uh, you know, you, you like about the guy. Um, all the boxes are, you know, pretty much being checked as far as a uh, decent dude, blah, blah, blah. He's attractive. And then, however long, three days, three dates, three weeks, three years, <laughs> <laughs> you find out that he has been going to the barbershop and getting fake hair put on his, his head. What... What do you say? What do you feel? Is it a big deal? Do you? I would feel deceived. I will feel deceived because this is a very, 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 very big insecurity of his that he's been covering up for however long we've been together talking, whatever. And it's like, who are you really? Because you could be faking all this other stuff you're doing if you faking what's on your head. So it's like a bigger issue than just what the what it looks like. I obviously would not continue talking to him. <laughs> okay, because so because that's a that's bigger a it's a huge lie of something that's that's so stupid to me. So not it's not that he's bald. No. It has no. nothing to do with him being bald. No. It's just about yeah. I I I love the bald man. I so, think that's hot. So three so three days later. Okay okay okay. Well no. Let me let me change it up a bit. What if he came and his hair was like? I mean the shit was shaped. Oh, it was no no. It was on point. Uh huh. His hair is fire. I mean it's just like the texture, the way it's cut, the way it goes into his beard. It is on point. Mm-hmm. And y'all are having the date. And again, things are going well. He's making you laugh and you like his dimples. And what if on night one, he says, oh, by the way, I just want to let you know, this isn't my hair. I'm bald. How do you feel? What What do you do? With I that? would be accepting of it. You would? Because that that is a thing that he has accepted enough to share it with with me you know okay and maybe the entrance of me into his life will help him to realize you don't need all that shit you're beautiful as you are Mm -hmm. but the honesty is what i appreciate the physical shit i've dated all types of people some that people would deem attractive some unattractive some you know short some tall like it's just been a range and i don't look at people in that way i look at their heart and how they express themselves okay so the honesty is what would make me continue talking to him and he, oh, it would be fine yeah okay see it's not about the hair it's about the person and who he is is just somebody who likes to do this to his hair for right now. So there are all kinds of things where we fool each other. I think in society, whether it's fake hair, what about fake breasts? Yeah. What about 
well, I guess what about lashes and, and all it does that really matter? What if, what if it is makeup? What if there's so much makeup on and then when I see you, it's... You don't recognize. I don't recognize. the. F- that's, a, that's a different story, though. I mean, I guess it's not. Him adding extensions to his, his head, her adding contours and, and, and things to her face to make her appear more attractive. There's no difference, I guess. I just hate... Again, some people might think that this conversation is going, you know, are you judging these people for doing these things? Oh. And what I'm really trying to get to is why we need to do them. Like, wouldn't yes. it just be better yeah. to yeah. be who you are? To be who you are. And and notice I said, I will show him that he doesn't need all that stuff and right. just be who you are. But that I think that's why, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, no, I think, I mean, I think that's, I think you proved it in the two scenarios. If you're saying, hey, you know, somebody would say, yeah, I just had this, you know, I get this, you know, done to my head and maybe, you know, over time you can see past it and, and go and maybe like you said, he says, well, you know, I hope he gets to a place where he doesn't feel he has to do that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's more about why we feel we need to do it. We've made baldness a right and, a, and a see that's and that's the other part my perspective because it could be a scenario where a young man is dating a, a woman who does cake on the makeup but he might like that and Good that's man. why we need to break all that shit down because people shouldn't like that really no they shouldn't well, want like once you made up yeah so like okay so yeah so there will be guys out there who, right. who like for their yeah like oh no I, you, you, gonna, you gonna put on some makeup today yes yeah uh, yeah that's that's yeah that's another one you gonna do your hair yeah you gonna do your hair you gonna do something to your head today I've never said that to you have I no you've only said something about my clothing <laughs> is that what you wearing <laughs> <laughs> is it really like that yeah. is that what you're wearing uh-huh. and then I'll be like just wait till I accessorize don't you worry I like to dress up outfits <laughs> I very I dress very plainly underneath but the the hair the jewelry the the enhancements you know it just makes it an outfit yeah. an ensemble I always like the way you look I thought you do Unless you ask me. Sometimes I do be looking a little homely. No. I'm talking about when you ask, hey, what do you think about this? And I might say, nah, do the other, something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about homely. (laughs) But but just like, I'm never never dissatisfied with how you are. No. The way you look or what you decide to, your hair, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. It's, I see... That's what you mean. You're like, you know, how should I wear it? It's like, any way is fine. It really, it really is. And you know how I know this, that you really don't care as long as I like what I'm doing? This man right here, Herb, I'm not going to say his last name, but he saw me through the big chop, y'all. He saw me through a short hair where I was mistaken for a young man not on just one occasion (laughs) he 
saw me through the short hair, trimmed my hair, gave me some lineups. Like, see you seeing me through all that lets me know I want you to like what you do it. I like you. That is it. So that's how I know he was if a real you, one. If you got, <laughs> if you got those K-Swiss today, I would be what rock them, baby. Wear that joint. Shit looks good. Yeah. Get them K-Swiss today. <laughs> and I'd be like, you look good, but how do it make you feel? Blah, blah, blah. Do you like them? Well, I love them. You say you like it, I love it. Doesn't matter. I know. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to wear your hair down. No. Where are you want to wear How you like it. Mm-hmm. It's more important that you feel good in what you are doing. Yes. Acceptance. Yes. Of who you are. Now, if I were to be like, for instance, Sunday afternoon, going up to the bar, watch the Eagles play. Babe, I need an hour to do my makeup. Oh, man. I don't even know what that's like. Yikes. I've never experienced that. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Hour? Just for the makeup. Uh, Just for the makeup. I get ready in less than 15 minutes, I think. If I'm already showered. If I just got to throw on clothes, give me 15 minutes and I'll be ready. Imagine a whole hour to just do my face. You know, I'm going to start appreciating you more. That's a good point you make up. You don't have like all this shit <laughs> bottles of this and that and that's on purpose i, I know. am a minimalist of products i, I am i'm le- i have to learn that because i'm not a minimalist of things i like to have you know decorative aesthetic type things but i am a minimalist in products because i'm very specific mm-hmm. in the things that i like and that i want to use and want to continue to use on my body, in my body, on a regular basis, and I stick to them. I do not, I am not a product junkie. I used to be, I used to be, but I'm not anymore because it's so wasteful. And it's like, you look under your cabinet, under the <laughs> sink, and you're like, what the hell is all this stuff? Yeah. And why do I have it? I don't even use this. I don't even know what this does anymore. I just, I just, it's such a waste. I've gotten all my clothes to now one half of the closet there's not any in any other place of the you know the it's just nice to not have to have so many options yeah. <laughs> just to have one that you know works that you know works right so yeah yeah no, i'm a yeah. listen products you i mean i'm an hour to wait on you to no i've never had the experience that so i'm i'm grateful for that i mean i i don't i would probably wait the hour if you had to but the fact that you don't you know you and i mean you stop shows when you walk around people just have to stop and see <laughs> you know it <laughs> Who's because that? it's not about what you put on you it's what's what you what's inside you yeah it's it's and i don't know if you notice this but i notice it every time every time i wear yellow I always get complimented. Mm-hmm. I think yellow is like kind of my aura every single time. That brown skin against that yellow just yeah, stands out. Yeah, it glows. It makes me glow every time. The girl say that yellow's nice. Every single time I wear yellow, somebody and says something. What I see is everybody always complimenting you. <laughs> <laughs> 
look like her wear. That's what I always see. And I'm looking at the different colors and, you know, looking at yes. purposely wearing it. Oh, my God, girl. Oh, my God, girl. All day. Oh, you're so beautiful. You are gorgeous. <laughs> Everywhere we go. Right? Am I lying? I mean, yeah. People compliment me. Yes. yes. All the time. I enjoy it. And, and it lets me know what I'm doing. It's 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 shining bright and like you a spend diamond. Ten min- minutes in the mirror, maybe. 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 Yeah. So. Yeah. Props to you, beautiful. It ain't what I'm putting on. It's what's in me. Well, these hot talks. We are hungry. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed. Let us know what you think. We're off basis. Hit us up. We're not, not trying to make too many generalizations or maybe some areas where we uh, didn't delve into or didn't see clearly. Let us know. Yeah. And let's continue the conversation if need be. We gonna talk about it regardless. That's right. <laughs> Just want to include y'all in, the, in on the conversation. So hit us up. Hit us up. Holla. <laughs>